0: Hi, it's Jenny. We're currently gearing up for Season 3 of Encyclopedia Womanica. In the meantime, we're mixing things up, bringing back some of our favorite episodes in many week-long-ish themes. Our current theme is revolutionaries. Stay tuned for a brand new season coming in September. Thanks for listening! Having lost my paper, had a price put
1: on my life, and been made an exile from home for hinting at the truth, I felt I owed it to myself and to my race to tell the whole truth. This is Encyclopedia Womanica. I'm Ashanti Golar, host of the Brown Girls Guide to Politics, guest hosting today's episode. Born into slavery, today's warrior became a journalist, educator, civil and workers' rights activists, and suffragists. She is best known as a leader of the anti-lynching movement. Her reporting on the violent injustices faced by African-Americans and the work to make the United States a more equitable place significantly impacted American society. Let's talk about Ida B. Wells. Ida Bell Wells was born in Holly Springs, Mississippi on July 16, 1862, six months before the Emancipation Proclamation. She was the eldest of six children. When Ida was 16, her parents died in a yellow fever outbreak. Ida was determined that she and her siblings would not be split up, so she got a job as a teacher at a rural country school. In 1882, Ida moved with her family to Memphis, Tennessee. Two years later, Ida was riding on a train from work when she was asked to move. She was instructed to move to the colored car, which also served as a smoking area. Furious, Ida refused. When the conductor forcibly removed her from the train, Ida bit him. She sued the railroad company and ultimately lost the case. According to historian Mia Bay, the injustice inspired the beginning of her activism and journalism career. While working as a journalist, Ida wrote about a variety of subjects. She was an outspoken reporter and weighed in on issues such as disenfranchisement and segregation. Rapidly, Ida became one of the most prominent black journalists of her time was called the princess of the press in 1892 ida's close friend and two other african americans were murdered by a lynch mob the killings motivated ida to expose the reality of lynchings becoming one of the first reporters to do so ida wrote articles condemning the attack and the wrongful deaths of african americans in one article titled lynch law in america ida wrote the 19th century lynching mob cut off ears, toes, and fingers, strips of flesh, and distributes portions of the body as souvenirs among the crowd. Through her writing, Ida documented the dangers that black southerners face. After one particularly controversial article that Ida wrote, a mob stormed the office of her newspaper and destroyed the press. Fortunately, Ida wasn't in the office when the incident occurred. Still. The attack understandably frightened Ida, and she left town. She moved to New York, where she worked at the New York Age, an African American newspaper. There, she continued her work exposing lynching and wrote a report on the subject for the publication. In 1898, Ida brought her campaign to the White House. She discussed lynchings with President McKinley and lobbied Congress for a national anti lynching law. In 1895, Ida moved to Chicago and married Fernadette Barnett with whom she had four children. In Chicago, Ida helped form many prominent civil rights organizations, including the National Association of Colored Women, the Alpha Suffrage Club, and the NAACP. She actively fought for the women's suffrage movement. During one suffrage parade, organizers told Ida and the other black women in attendance to march in the back. The organizers feared that women of color would offend Southern delegates. But Ida refused, standing her ground despite the enormous backlash she received. Ida's fight for social justice was relentless. She continued her activism until her death in 1931 at the age of 69. Ida is best remembered for her invaluable role as a social pioneer. Ida risked her life repeatedly to fight against the scourge of lynching and to protect African Americans all over the country. Join us tomorrow to learn about our final warrior, a legendary princess of Burkina Faso. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Before you go, I want to tell you about a campaign that we're really excited about. Studies show that women and men are labeled differently in the workplace for the same behavior due to unconscious gender bias. And because biases are so ingrained in society, even the most progressive among us are guilty of perpetuating the issue. Become a catalyst for change this International Women's Day by joining the Bias Correct campaign at catalyst.org biascorrect and by using the hashtag bias correct.